Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from October 12th until the 19th as we continue to journey through Libra season. We now have three planets in Libra, the Sun, Venus, and Mercury, and they are going to be active over this next week, which we will be discussing. We also have some more significant long-term energies in play right now, including the Saturn-Uranus square that is completing this week in terms of its intense meetup at 18 degrees. And we also have Mars squaring Neptune that is unfolding for a number of weeks, and we will touch on that in today's show as well. And before we dive into these weekly energies, I just want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of those who came to our Berkeley, California retreat. It was a magical, amazing gathering of people. And what I want to share with all of you is that there are light workers everywhere. There are individuals raising their consciousness in every profession, industry country, culture, belief system. Light workers are truly active, present, and very energetically aware at this time. And it's so exciting to connect with you in person. Uh, We had a range in ages from 19 years old all the way into the mid 80s. We had people across the country and other countries travel to join us. And what is so exciting is how we make these connections and it supports our own energy. We're reminded that we have tribal connections with people that we would consider strangers at first. So we enter into this space not knowing each other, but we all participate in this awesome portal of energy and we leave with very deep connections. And this is something that is so important to us at this time. So wherever you are, whatever you're going through in your world, in your life, just know that you are supported by this web of light, this web of energies that we are creating and contributing to right now. And also a reminder that I will be in Scottsdale the end of October at the Celebrate Your Life event with Michael Beckwith, Neil Donald Walsh, Matt Kahn, Lisa Williams, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr., Sunny Don Johnson, and many, many others. And if you can join us in Scottsdale, I'll put the information below, but it could be another way for you to feel connected to more people who are of a similar vibration and frequency and who share the same interests. And in fact, all of this works nicely with the Libra energies. So diving in to the current energies of this week, as the sun moves through Libra, we become more aware of how we interact and share our energies with others. We understand more about how your energy responds to other energy fields how you interact, have conversations, how you collaborate, co-create, cooperate. All of these are Libra themes. Another big Libra theme 
is how we negotiate, how we solve problems, how we're able to maintain equilibrium without escalating energies, without escalating emotions or reactions. And that Libra energy prefers to keep an even keel prefers to hear both sides. So this could be a time when you're more willing to consider the other side, so to speak. Consider what another person may be feeling or perceiving. Consider how they are receiving energies or that they're going to have a different perspective than you are. So Libra season makes us aware that there's others with very different needs. And do you have room and space in your energy field for acknowledging the differences in those needs? And this is something you can also evaluate in your relationships friendships, partnerships, people you work with? Do you have room and space in your energy field to solve disagreements or deal with issues? How do you handle discord and when you have different intentions or different driving needs? And this is something that I'm seeing energetically between two auras. So if you look at your aura, And then another person's aura and when they come together, meaning when you are having a conversation or you're in close proximity or you are just checking in on each other and seeing how you're doing, is there space within the shared aura between the two of you for each of you to maintain a sense of self, maintain a sense of what you think, what you need, what you want while also providing energetic room to allow for those times when you're not on the same page, when you have perhaps competing needs or very different intentions or even simple misunderstandings. Are you experiencing healthy resolution within those relationships? Because this is where relationships really get tested. This is where we really see how strong they are, if they're built on a solid foundation or if they're just built on toothpicks that fall over with any gust of wind. This energy of Libra is how we're able to show up and interact with others, understanding our own needs. And this is important because sometimes that Libra energy will sacrifice what it needs to make another person happy. Or will give up and self-abandon, abandon your needs, abandon what you want, abandon what you think because you don't have the skills to handle disagreement or you don't have the capability of understanding the differences and how to work with them within a connection, within a relationship. So for all the ways that Libra is about collaboration and harmony, we also know that no two people on the planet are the same. We all have a different energetic imprint. And so how do we accept 
those differences without it collapsing the connection or ruining the partnership, ruining the friendship. And again, this is where relationships get tested the most because it's when you pass those certain milestones with people, when you have a hard conversation or you have to have a discussion that you don't look forward to, but it's important to you and you both get on the other side of it, that's when the relationship strengthens. And in fact, that's That's when it moves next into the Scorpio territory of trusting more, intimacy, really feeling like someone sees you and knows you. And this is why the Libra exchanges are important because it can show how we handle these types of misunderstandings or frustrations or disagreements that are a part of life, right? That are a part of how we move through our connections with others and whether we step up and come forward to discuss things that are important and whether at times we determine that, yeah, this actually isn't that important. I'm going to let this go. I'm not going to let this get to me. That can also be a healthy response to certain situations or interactions. So part of Libra is assessing how important is this topic to our connection, to our partnership or our friendship? Is it important enough that I say something or can I let it go? Can I let it be? Is it not that big a deal? And this is important to be very honest with yourself about because as we move into Scorpio season, this is where you could also feel resentment at where you have repressed your truth or your needs, where you haven't given a voice to what you really want or need. And so this is where when we show up and interact with each other during Libra season, especially, we have some real understandings of how we do relationships, how we interact with others. Is this healthy? Is this creating solid, good connections? Is this something that is important to both of us. Or when someone ghosts you or someone disappears, you know, that hurts and that doesn't feel good. But then you also have an understanding of, okay, this relationship wasn't a priority or this connection wasn't something that they were going to put energy into. So Libra season can bring about clear understandings of other people's energies, but also show you more of how your energy interacts and operates as you share auras. Mercury has re-entered Libra as of October 10th, and due to Mercury's retrograde, this is territory that Mercury has already been through, and Mercury will clear his shadow over this next week as that will happen at eight degrees of Libra. And so Mercury comes back into Libra and is ready to have conversations, sit down and discuss things, really get clear on what was happening and what came through. And in fact, I had this experience in my own world with a friendship that's really important to me. And we were on very different pages about something. And I had to express my discomfort. I didn't like that. It didn't feel good. And then she understood where I was coming from. And she didn't consider that it would affect me this way but I knew she wasn't doing harm. It wasn't mean or intentional, but we had to get on the same page about something. And that is what tests 
friendships. That's what builds friendships, where you can have these open conversations with another person who's going to listen to what you need, who's going to accept and understand what you need. And so we were able to talk it out. It wasn't a huge deal, but it was important enough that I said something and it was something that she understood where I was coming from, even though she didn't see it that way initially. So Libra helps us iron out some of these smaller wrinkles, but you have to have that courage to come forward and say what you're thinking and what is happening for you, how you're experiencing the energy. And then that's what leads to not only developing better conversations and connections with people, but they also then expand their own perceptions. And this is something that we're gifted with at this time with both Mercury, Venus, and the sun in Libra is how is this going to land? How is the other person going to take this? What is this experience for them? And when you expand into that consciousness, it helps open up the energy between you and another. And that's the beauty here of Libra. So with Mercury returning to Libra, there may be things that you're willing to discuss or listen to. And that's also important with Libra. You may also have a sense of this is what I've really been thinking. This is what has been on my mind. I've been tossing it back and forth. And now I'm going to express it to another. Now, with this strong Libra energy, we also have Venus in Libra traveling behind the sun and Venus is going to catch up with the sun and they're going to travel together through the second half of October. In fact, Venus and the sun will be conjunct next week, October 21st exactly at 27 degrees of Libra. And then they travel together through the end of Libra season and enter Scorpio season together. So this brings in a harmony and energetic calm to anything. It also is Libra adding in her savviness, her diplomacy to the sun's energy. So what we have here is a time to harmonize to cooperate, to look at what needs to be resolved or discussed, what can be ironed out and worked out. And this energy is beautifully supported over this next week as we're going to have each of these planets in Libra make connections to other planets that support their energy. So October 13th, Venus in Libra is going to trine Saturn retrograde in Aquarius at 18 degrees. And this is a time of solidifying something within that Venus energy. Again, this is October 13th, which is a positive day for conversations, communications. This is where you could have some clarity around relationships, friendships, your interactions. This is also a time to say yes to something for the long term. It could be about making some solid financial decisions as well. If there's things you've been analyzing or sitting with, you could have a clear answer when Venus in Libra trines Saturn in Aquarius at 18 degrees. Then we're going to see both the Sun in Libra and Venus in Libra trine Mars in Gemini at 24 degrees on October 17th and 18th. 
Now, when the sun and Venus trine Mars in Gemini, there is action, activity, movement, and that is the domain of Mars. And Mars is going very slow right now as he prepares to station retrograde the end of the month on October 30th. And that happens at 25 degrees of Gemini. So the sun and Venus are going to connect with Mars and that makes movement easier. That could feel like you're getting out of your head and finally allowing some things to flow and open up. This is a day where things could be busier. In fact, I'm going to call it three days here, October 16th, October 17th, October 18th. When the sun and Venus and Libra trine Mars, there is going to be more coming through that will be easier to handle. It'll feel supported. If there have been conversations you've put off, if you've been too busy to connect or meet up, it's almost like this energy is going to make it easier to do so. You could finally catch up with somebody you've been meaning to see. You could feel like you finally have an opening and it's a priority to reach out or check in or even get more moving because there's always movement when Mars is involved. This is also lovely synergy between feminine and masculine energies. And that's also something you could feel internally. You could feel balanced. You could feel clearer and stronger. There's also a sense here that it's time to walk the talk. Because with the strong air sign energy that we're having right now with Mars and Gemini, the planets in Libra and Saturn in Aquarius, our minds can be very full. There can be a lot going on and circling around and there could finally be some outlets of what you need to accomplish or get done, but in an enjoyable way. So it feels like there's a flow here and opening and also you could finally have progress and movement with whatever has been spinning around in your mind. Now on that note, as we talk about Mars and Gemini, it's important to note that there will be an ongoing square to Neptune and Pisces over a number of weeks. It's already in play now and it will last through the second half of November. And that's because Mars in Gemini is slowing down to station retrograde and will still be in a square with Neptune and Pisces, which is at 23 degrees, moving back to 22 degrees. And this is creating a long-term square. Now, this is an interesting connection because Mars in Gemini is about your body, your mind, what you're doing on a daily basis, your everyday environment, your tasks, where your mind is going, what you want to get done. And the square from Neptune in Pisces will slow that down. It can feel like you're more tired or sluggish at times, that you require more sleep or rest. Neptune in Pisces is connected to your higher self's frequency and essentially is bringing in more energy and a higher understanding of what matters for the long term. Mars in Gemini is about today and tomorrow and this week. And that's basically it. Mars in Gemini is about, I've got to get this done. This is on my calendar. This is on my phone. 
And here comes Neptune and Pisces that is bringing in more of a spiritual perspective and influence on what that is for you and what is not important for the long term. So that Neptune energy removes, takes away. Uh, be careful of things you might lose, those car keys, the phone, you know, something important to you because Neptune in Pisces takes things and removes them to show us how energy can be dissolved in the physical world. So just be aware that sometimes this square is we lose things and we don't know what we've lost just yet, especially if we're too distracted or busy. But this is an energy that helps us ascend to what's really important, what really matters, and to not be too overly focused on only the mundane, where of course we have things to take care of and we have to pay the bills and take the kids to school and make sure there's food in the fridge. I mean, all the things that create our life on a daily basis are still important. But this Neptune brings in something that is actually a deeper question of what is important for the long term and even can have you thinking about what you're doing on a daily basis and if it still matters to you, is it still important? Is it still a priority? Or are you on autopilot going through the motions? This energy too, I feel has a slowdown so that we check in with our higher self and we check in with our intuition so we can integrate it more fully into what we're doing on a daily basis. Oh, and, and here's a quick random example. I was coming back from California on Monday. I was at the airport and my luggage was really awkward to the point where I was thinking I could really use one of those luggage carts to just put everything on. And so my intuition said, as I was walking to baggage claim, my intuition said, no, go outside to the curb where people are getting into their vehicles, right? Where you pick up arrivals at the airport and there will be a luggage cart available. So I take a detour. Instead of going right to baggage claim, I go out to the arrivals curb and there is a man who is unloading five suitcases into his vehicle and he completes it and basically rolls the luggage cart right to me. It was something that I couldn't have planned the timing of any better. And it was simply my intuition saying, go over here. Don't go where you thought you were going to go. Take a left, go outside and see what's waiting for you. Now, it's really easy to override those messages. How many small messages do you get in a day from your intuition, from spirit that you doubt or you second guess, or your mind overrides it and you say, no, no, no. Well, this Neptune influence working with Mars in Gemini is asking you to integrate more of your intuition into your daily life, especially for the small things. Now, a luggage cart, not a big deal. I didn't win the lottery, but it certainly made things easier. And it was literally delivered right to me because I just trusted where I needed to go. 
And I would have paid the five bucks or whatever for the luggage cart. But because I trusted my intuition, there was already a solution in place. There was already something there that I could use. So this is where you can make the most of this energy is to essentially go higher into your intuition, rise above the everyday and ask for support, ask for help. If you're going to work and there's a lot of traffic, perhaps there's something that you're going to be guided to trust that takes you to work in a new way that's simple and easy and you never would have found it yourself. So it's the little things that could show up for you that also give you confirmation of your higher self and your intuition supporting you right now. So this would be the higher expressions of Mars in Gemini squaring Neptune and Pisces. And the other expressions, the lower or more unconscious expressions, would be anything that we fight against. And that would be Mars, where Mars fights to be heard or fights to say something, especially in Gemini, where there could even be a sense of, I have to say something really intensely to make my point, and it falls on deaf ears. Or you're trying to do something, and that Mars and Gemini is working overtime, and then something is just erased or removed, and there's no results. It's almost like it didn't exist. And so this is where the Neptune energy will take away some of that Mars and Gemini output. It's also where you might not hear people properly. They might not be saying exactly what they think. There could be a desire to say a lot. And then as soon as you go to express yourself, your mind goes void and you can't remember what you were going to say. So these are just some examples, but this is where we can be more intentional. And in fact, it would be advantageous to write down anything important, to write down that to-do list or to write down bullet points of anything you need to say or you want to put in an email or whatever you need to communicate so that you're clear and grounded in that expression. But also give yourself time because Mars and Gemini can be so immediate, so in the moment that it can make a small thing a big deal making a molehill into a mountain or over talking to fill in the void or over expressing and just kind of doing that verbal vomit in order to get something out. And then you realize, oh, that's not what I meant to say. That's not what I should have done. So there's something about slowing down the energy right now to become more grounded, more conscious and more present in what you truly need to say and again what you don't need to say or what isn't necessary and the Neptune in Pisces because it's connected to the higher self frequency and the bigger spiritual lessons that we're learning there could be some very big spiritual lessons happening around communication, around a thought process, around what you are writing and putting out there. And if something doesn't land or if it's not getting through, what's the spiritual lesson in that? And so Neptune and Pisces is going to ask you, 
What's the spiritual lesson here? What are you learning? What is this energetically saying to you? And that can challenge the mind and the ego. But this is how we're observing ourselves even more and understanding how our energy is operating. So this can be uncomfortable. But as always, it depends on the level of consciousness at which you approach it and how you're seeing it show up in your own world. So this energy is strong now. Here we are, the middle of October, and it's going to be strong for another four or five weeks into the second half of November. October 19th and 20th are going to be two days of the energy opening up, breaking through. And if you have been stalled out on something, there's going to be decisions. So what is happening October 19th and 20th is we're going to have the sun in Libra and Venus in Libra, both square Pluto and Capricorn, while Mercury in Libra opposes Chiron in Aries at 13 degrees. So if you have been on the fence, which is part of the Libra energy, Libra can be stalled out, not making a decision, not taking action, not doing anything and just observing. Well, there's going to come a time when there's no longer simple observation. There needs to be decisions, movement and action. And that is a strong energy signature on October 19th and 20th. Now, when the sun and Venus square Pluto and Capricorn at 26 degrees, there's often an executive decision. Something has been clearly determined as the next course of action. And there can be real discomfort here with that square to Pluto, especially Pluto and Capricorn, that isn't about considering both sides, that isn't looking for harmony. Pluto in Capricorn is decisive, strategic, aware of the long-term agenda, and is willing to go that route instead of ensuring that everybody is content and okay. So there can be real discord here, October 19th and 20th, but it can also be a point of movement where, okay, that's that, got my answer. I now understand what's going on here or what is going to happen next. So there is a burst that occurs in the square to Pluto. It can be a breakdown and a collapse. It can be something leaving, ending, and over. And so this is where ultimately when there isn't an agreement that's been arrived at, something else will happen to move things along. And that can be uncomfortable. So keep in mind that this is also energies that can really be heightened on the world stage. And that is in fact what is developing at this time. As we see an increase in discord, we don't see a lot of diplomacy and negotiations working. We see a lot of individuals acting in their own interests and also the power dynamics at play. And the astrology suggests that this is only going to be heightened and escalated. So in your personal world, October 19th and 20th are not the best days for any type of financial decisions or understanding what you could have done differently or what you could have done better. 
this is a time when what's done is done and there could be a cutting of losses. There can be more big developments in the stock market, for example. There can be some clear endings with relationships where you're at the end of your line or you're no longer wanting to keep figuring it out. I mean, this has a definitive energy to it, especially if the trust is broken or there isn't healthy communication or there isn't a willingness on both sides to discuss something and work it out. So this is meant to be something that gives you a clear understanding of what matters to you right now and where to invest your energy going forward. It's also occurring when Mercury opposes Chiron and that can be left feeling like you're not heard or you're not understood. There can be a disconnect where you feel like, oh, they don't get me, they're not listening. There's also an energy signature of needing to be very careful with your words and how those words and that energy impacts others. Again, going back to the Libra themes of considering, well, how is this going to be received? How is this going to land? And to look at if there is room in that exchange between you and another for things to be solved and worked out, if there's room for healthy adult conversation, if there's room to both show up with a willingness to resolve something or move it forward. But there is a requirement to get out of a power struggle or to get out of standing in your own corner to the point of it negatively affecting others or affecting those connections. So it's looking at how you're willing to invest in people, situations, projects, ideas that are meaningful for you, that are energies you want to continue on. And you might also have an understanding of where you don't want to invest energy anymore or where it doesn't feel like it's even reciprocal. Now, all the energies that we've been discussing this week are very much about the air signs, very much about Mars and Gemini, the three planets in Libra, and Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn in Aquarius is still retrograde and moving very slowly as it prepares to station direct on October 22nd and 23rd at 18 degrees, 35 minutes of Aquarius. And as I mentioned last week and previously, Saturn is a stronger energy in October and it's really slowing us down to be very intentional with our long-term path. Where do you want to go next? What is connected with your soul mission? What is connected to what you want to experience and move through in this lifetime? Aquarius is about your future self, the long-term trajectory of where you can grow and go in this lifetime. And our consciousness is more tuned in to those potential outcomes or dreams. So there's also something here around revisioning, re-envisioning, revisioning your life. And maybe this is about working on a new vision board. Maybe this is about expanding what you thought was possible in your life and seeing it with a fresh perspective or new eyes. Perhaps this is also showing you 
what is no longer in alignment, where maybe there was something you were counting on or you thought it would go for the long term and you're realizing you don't have energy for it anymore. It's no longer speaking to you or calling to you. Saturn is about how we spend our days on this planet, what we're doing intentionally with our energy. Saturn is the timekeeper and it's about we only have so much time in a day and you only have so much time in your life and you don't even know how much time you have in your life when you're in the present moment. So what are you doing daily with your energy, your time, your attention? What are you creating and building Is it taking you further? Is it really in alignment, again, with the soul mission that you are understanding and connecting with for yourself? And that is part of Aquarius, is that soul mission energy and really bringing that alive in yourself. Saturn in Aquarius is also connecting us to our individual energies as it supports individuation and differentiation of who we are as separate energy fields that are also connected within humanity. So we are stepping into our individual energy fields, our individual spark showing up with a renewed backbone in our energies. And that's important because Saturn rules the bones and the structures in our body. And it's how we physically show up with a sense of self-respect and even a, a command or presence in our own energy. And Saturn in Aquarius is supporting us with that realignment. So Saturn is moving very slowly. And again, The station direct will happen next week. But I feel like this Saturn influence, as we've discussed, is working directly with the sun and Venus in Libra. So it's bringing in this new sense of self into our relationships, into our connections, looking for others and connecting with those who understand our gifts Understand how you're here to serve humanity in some capacity, to move it forward through our consciousness, through our shared energies, and to make those relationships a priority, those friendships, those colleagues, those siblings, or other people in your world, whether they are roommates or people you know through social media. It's like there's this rising collective energy of what it means to be you on the planet and to fully love and accept who you are as a light worker, as a starseed, as an energy reader, a healer, an empath, however you describe your energy. I feel like there's been this broadening and expansive energy that allows each of us to stand strong in who we are and how we're different. And in fact, I feel this at a much deeper soul level energy where so many of us share in our soul's history the times that we weren't accepted on this planet, the times we were persecuted and killed, the times we were abandoned, rejected, ostracized. We have been through a lot of pain in our sense of self. We have been through a lot of pain, hurt, and very damaging energies in 
our ongoing soul's experiences as we've had to interact with other levels of consciousness and other energies who weren't supportive, who didn't get us, who didn't allow differences, who didn't want you to step away from the family or the tribe, who didn't want you to be your own individual energy. And so in this lifetime, on this time on the planet, we have more and more people who then identify as the black sheep, as the outsider, as the one who is rejected from the family unit or who isn't understood. And yet what we're seeing is how common that is because this is also our lifetime where we rise up. We rise up in the power of being individuals. We rise up in the power of seeing and owning our energies, how we're different, how we're unique, how we're meant to be outside of the masses because we're leading the new way. And so many of you are pioneers for your soul group, but you weren't taught this or told this. You were just told you were a black sheep. You don't belong here. You need to leave. You're kicked out of this church. You're not accepted into this family. We don't want you here anymore. You received all those messages instead of the ones that were grounded in the truth of how you are a pioneer for the soul groups. You are taking humanity forward. You are leading energetically and by example. You are here to be different and that's exactly perfect and that is also divine. So you're traveling with the divine in this lifetime. Your consciousness is connecting with it even more. It's rising you up so that you can really feel that power within yourself. But as we've discussed, it has been some hard knocks and challenges and it's never ever been a smooth, easy road because you're made to handle everything in this lifetime. So you have been working through the deprogramming and unraveling of all that you're not so that you can claim all that you are. And that has required you to go out on your own, to step away from security or safety. And that has required you to keep going, to persist, to get stronger, even amongst the fears and the doubts and the worry and the pain, to get stronger because that's what pioneers do. So you are an energy leader for your soul group. You are ultimately taking people farther ahead. You are advancing your soul. You are working with your God self and the divine. It's almost like when you switch into this understanding, it all can be beautifully connected and it can shift what you've experienced with others. And as we've been discussing, there is strong relationship energy here. There is strong relationship themes coming up for you to assess what is true for you. And sometimes when you leave those connections or you have to break away from a friendship group or you're pushed away or you're not welcomed, it's because spirit has other people for you, others who are right there. And we can see it as leveling up Even though in the energetic and spiritual realms, it's not about elitism, it's not about superiority or being better than others. Those are all part of the older paradigm that's falling away. 
Rather, it's about being in such solid alignment with your soul's frequency that no one can rock you away from that, that no one can have you doubting yourself, even when that might have been something you experienced when you were younger or in previous years or even last month or yesterday. This is where you're tapping into more of the full potential of being a leader for your soul group, of understanding what is your responsibility and what is not. What is not your responsibility. So this is where the Saturn in Aquarius, working with the planets in Libra, are helping you establish that solid sense of self in all your connections so that you can be at peace with yourself. You can be in harmony with your energy. You can be so beautifully connected to your own soul's frequency that it allows you to be in acceptance of everyone else and their path and where they're going and what's best for them. So this is a time to look at how you are rising up in your power, in who you are in this lifetime, knowing how divinely protected you are how beautifully guided you are, and to allow that to be the energy that keeps moving you forward, especially as more energies in the 3D collapse, more energies collapse, more things are ending and leaving. And it's only by going higher that we connect to that deeper knowingness that you carry, that you chose to be here for a reason. You chose to be here because you knew there would be the lessons, the healing, the challenges, all the things. And it's really been this advanced master class, if you will, in this lifetime, because that's what you wanted. You knew you could handle it. You knew you could keep handling it. You knew you would find a way. And it's this grand adventure that you're moving through because of what you're understanding and because of how you are raising your consciousness in a way that not only benefits your own soul growth, but benefits the collective as well. So we do this together. We all rise together. We are working on these energies in ourselves, in our personal worlds, in our own lives, but collectively We are energetically connected in the higher realms. We are supporting one another. We are getting it. We're understanding it. And we are making huge progress. The light has already won on the planet. There is more light coming through, coming in. In fact, the light won back in 2020. And now that's part of where we're seeing this energetic collapse, where we're seeing the dismantling because those darker, denser energies are no longer fortified. They're no longer supported. And so part of how this plays out is watching things crash and collapse, watching them fall down, and then knowing and trusting ourselves as we rebuild, as we keep going, as we understand the long-term plan here, as well as the long-term potentials, which include asking yourself, what do you want to build with your light? What do you want to create with your energy? Where do you feel in command and powerful and strong in who you are? 
And that's exactly what the planet needs more of now. We only have a few months left of this calendar year. 2023 begins in two and a half months. 2023 has the biggest astrology since 2020. It's a very significant year with a lot of changes, with new eclipse energies working with us, with powerful retrogrades. And we are here for it. We are here to handle it and to keep going, to keep growing, to keep making decisions from our light and our power. I've been creating these annual courses for you so you get a heads up on the energies you are experiencing in your personal life and how to make the most of it. So the 2023 program is available. It's eight videos, eight teaching videos, as well as instructional videos within that. And it's designed for you to follow along with your chart to look at what is happening for you and how to get a heads up on it and be aware of it. So I'll put the link below the podcast. You can get it for only 33 bucks with coupon code HELLO2023. And we will also, of course, keep talking about these energies in my weekly podcast here, where I do have a new episode for you every Monday and Wednesday. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll keep the discussion going next week as we end Libra season and enter Scorpio season. And we move into eclipses. Yes, we have the Scorpio solar eclipse happening on October 25th. And that video is now available for you on YouTube if you want to check out that energy signature. You can find more of my current offerings on YouTube as well as over at mollymccord.online and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. As always, I'm wishing you a beautiful week ahead and I will connect with you soon for our next astrology topic. Take good care. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.